0: Welcome to Reading with Christine Figs. I'm your host, Christine, and I am so happy you are here with me today. Well, that was a significantly longer break than I was expecting to take, but between planning baby showers and bridal showers, birthdays, and then Thanksgiving, I looked up at the pile of books I finished recently and realized I needed to get my butt back in my podcast chair because we have lots of stories to chat about, so let's dig in. In this episode... We'll be talking about one of my most recent reads the unsinkable greta james by jennifer e smith the description goes like this right after the sudden death of her mother her first and most devoted fan and just before the launch of her high stakes sophomore album greta james falls apart on stage the footage quickly goes viral and she stops playing her career suddenly in jeopardy the kind of jeopardy her father conrad has always predicted the kind he warned her about when he urged her to make more practical choices with her life. Months later, Greta, still heartbroken and very much adrift, reluctantly agrees to accompany Conrad on the Alaskan cruise her parents had booked to celebrate their 40th wedding anniversary. It could be their last chance to heal old wounds in the wake of their shared loss. But the trip will also prove to be a voyage of discovery for them both, And for ben wilder a charming historian on board to lecture about the call of the wild who is struggling with a major upheaval in his own life as greta works to build back her confidence and ben confronts an uncertain future they find themselves drawn to and relying on each other it's here in this unlikeliest of places at sea far from the packed city venues where she usually plays and surrounded by the stunning scenery of alaska greta will finally confront the choices she's made the heartbreak she suffered, and the family hurts that run deep. In the end, she'll have to decide what her path forward might look like and how to find her voice again. So I first heard about this book from someone that I love deeply, and I am really happy that I picked it up. The moment I finished the last page, my first thought was, this is why I love books so much. I don't consider this book to be the next great American novel, but at the same time, it made me feel so much. Greta, finding herself in shoes that I have never had to walk in, still somehow felt relatable. It didn't matter that I had never performed on a stage before. After reading her thoughts, it felt like I knew what it was like to share my experiences in such a vulnerable way in front of bright lights. And of course, it made me want to hug the people I love a little tighter, given that the story was the clearest reminder of how quickly life can change. Another aspect that I really enjoyed was that Greta is a hot mess. She's pretty (laughs) self-absorbed. And in times, when I wanted her to be more considerate of those around her, she just wasn't. Which, of course, made her feel more human. She wasn't saying what she should say, because even though it's a story, her character was very much like anyone you or I might know. And it was great to see her not always get it 100% right all of the time. Especially when it came to the relationship she has with her dad. As you read more and more of what their past and current experiences are... It makes complete sense as to why she would hold resentment against him, and also why they would have so many issues to begin with. It really dove into what it's like to have a relationship with someone that is incredibly similar to you in all of the ways that make you a difficult person. (laughs) And when the two of you don't know how to communicate, every exchange can become one of hostility, which, let's be honest, so many people can relate to with family members that they have. You forget to look at someone with love and compassion, and instead you only look at them through the lens of all the ways that they've fallen short in your eyes. It's hard and uncomfortable and incredibly sad, but it's something so many people experience. Another aspect of the story that I strongly related to was Greta's aversion to a traditional life. I grew up wanting the big house, white picket fence, two dogs and a cat, and approximately four to six kids. When I was younger, the future I wanted for myself was of the Norman Rockwell variety. And then I grew up, and I actually got to know who I am. And although I will always respect anyone who wants the white picket fence, it's just not for me. But making that decision still wasn't an easy one, knowing what I was then giving up, which of course, Greta could relate to, and is perfectly shown in one of my favorite lines of the book. Greta finds it almost painful sometimes to think about all the different lives she could be leading to know that every choice she's made has meant the loss of so many other possibilities. Every day, more doors close. Without even trying, simply by moving forward, you end up doubling down on the life you've chosen. And the only way to to survive is to commit to it fully, to tell yourself it's the right one. But what if it's not true? I loved that she was asking this question of herself, because even though she knew she wanted to live a life out on the road, touring cities and performing music. She occasionally still wondered if it had been the right decision all along, especially since it took her so far away from her family during its most difficult time. Now, I will be completely honest and say that the entire storyline of Ben Wilder, warm and charming writer that she meets in the middle of this story, felt absolutely unnecessary. She definitely needed someone to talk her feelings through out loud with, But to turn it into a potential romantic interest felt a little cheap to me as if trying to heal from her mother's death and heal the relationship with her dad wasn't an interesting enough storyline so naturally she would need a love interest right don't get me wrong i adored ben and as a lover of all romance stories you would think i would have enjoyed his introduction but that just wasn't the case with that being said though i really did enjoy the evolution of greta throughout this book Watching her come to terms with the death of her mother, trying to understand her relationship with her father, and falling in love again with performing on stage was all more than enough to have me saying, I hope you'll check out this book because it's a good one. I've added it to my online shop, Reading with Christine Figs." Link is in my bio if you're interested in reading it and gifting it, or gifting it, I should say, to someone this holiday season. And if you do read it, I would love to know what you think. All right. Now on to the art portion, where I will be talking about Zach Efron's documentary series Down to Earth on Netflix. Lots of my friends have heard me talk about this. <laughs> the show is described as actor Zach Efron journeys around the world with wellness expert Darren Olean in a travel show that explores healthy, sustainable ways to live. So the first season came out in 2020, and I remember absolutely loving every episode. <clears throat> Not because, well, I've just been a teeny bit in love with Zach Efron for forever, but mainly because it was enjoyable and informative. During that season, they traveled to different places like Iceland, Costa Rica, and even Peru. They also had an ayahuasca episode, which I just found fascinating. In my opinion, season one was enjoyable, but the recently released season two is really where it's at. With the pandemic having recently begun as they were about to start filming, Zach was stuck for the lack of a better word, in Australia, and since Australia was able to successfully quarantine when everything originally hit the fan, they were able to recover much more quickly, making it the perfect place for his entire crew to come and join him while they made Australia the backdrop of their second season. They met with different tribes of the Aboriginal nation that predominantly lived in Australia before the British colonized the country, And I learned so much that I had never even remotely heard about, you know, before. They also met with so many scientists, writers, entrepreneurs, and farmers that are actively trying to change the face of how food and products are produced to lessen the impact of climate change. This season, it just felt like it had a little more weight to it. You could tell the entire crew had matured a little since filming the first season. And the respect that they had for every person they encountered was amazing darren zach's travel buddy can find joy in pretty much every moment he's a lifetime vegan and he has a deep appreciation for every living thing around him and zach's perspective always added such a fresh breath of air to these never before really explained concepts we all understand global warming bad fixing it good (laughs) but how to get from point A to point B is murky because there's still so much we don't know and we're constantly being told things all the time, but they don't always fully make sense. Like I know I'm supposed to recycle, but how is my recycling making things better? Sometimes you don't have those answers. You just know you're supposed to do it. So having Zach ask the questions I know that I would ask if I was in the same situation felt relatable. And it was such a good reminder that we don't have to have all of the answers to solve the problems of the world. We just need to ask the questions and really listen when we get those answers. I highly recommend this series because you will definitely learn so much. Down to Earth with Zach Efron is available on Netflix. All right, my loves, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you stay tuned for the next one, where I talk about my current read, Kiss Her Once for Me by Alison Cochram, which just so happens to be a Christmas novel. I think it's the first one I've ever read. So until next time, I hope you read and if you can't, because that's just how life goes sometimes, I hope you enjoy some art in whatever form you find it because when life gets difficult, it is art in all of its many forms that can hold us, heal us, and give us hope. I love you all. Happy reading.